0: Live-in nannies are a common part of childcare in many cultures across the world and are a standard part of all Kenyan households. Nannies play a crucial role providing valuable domestic support to busy parents. Beyond childcare, nannies contribute to a child's holistic development. However, entrusting someone with the well-being of your child requires diligent precautions parents take time to meticulously vet candidates, verify references and request criminal records to guarantee a trustworthy caregiver for the most precious part of their lives. Some parents take it a step further installing CCTV nanny cams and other surveillance technology to allow them the capacity to review and verify the nanny's interactions with their children if any issues arise. When navigating the intricate nanny-parent relationship, the safety of the children remains the focal point and parents work hard to eliminate any potential risk of harm to their precious little ones. Rarely do they contemplate the risk of harm to themselves. This is the story of Rahab Karissa. This is True Crime Kenya. Rahab Amani Karisa was born on 22nd July 1992 to her father Samuel Karisa Kenga and her mother Beatrice Mdeye Karisa. She was the youngest of her four siblings and was raised in Kilifi County on the Kenyan coast. Rahab completed primary school and high school in Kilifi County, Kenya, before moving to Nairobi to join Kenyatta University in 2011. That same year, Rahab met Maxwell Ayera, a handsome young man who admits that he actively pursued Rahab for three years, ultimately leading to a serious relationship and their eventual engagement. Rahab is described as a brilliant student who was passionate about the environment. And in 2015, she completed a Bachelor of Science degree in environmental education, graduating with first-class honors. A year later, she married Maxwell and they began building a life and a beautiful family together in Nairobi. They welcomed their first son, Louis, in 2018 and their second son, Aziel, was born in 2021. Rahab quickly progressed up the ranks as an environmentalist working in various roles within Nairobi, a career path she excelled in and deeply enjoyed. In December, 2022, Governor Gideon Mungaro commenced his first term as Governor of Kilifi County, rolling out his development agenda for the region. Part of the agenda sought to progress the Blue Economy Project in Kilifi, an initiative intended to ensure the sustainable use of ocean resources for economic growth. To this end, Governor Mungaro considered various candidates and finally appointed Rahab as county chief officer for Blue Economy. She would be stationed at the county government of Kilifi, proudly serving the county she grew up in. After consulting with her husband Maxwell, the couple made the decision that Rahab would move to Kilifi with their children to start work. It is unclear whether Rahab found and employed her nanny through an agency or by word of mouth, but in March twenty twenty three, Rahab interviewed Sarah Nekesa Barasa and hired the twenty one year old to care for her children. Over the years, Rahab had enlisted the help of family members to assist with childcare alongside her nannies as the children were both aged under five years and required constant care and supervision. At the time of the incident, Rahab's aunt was staying with her to provide additional support to her new nanny. In July, 2023, Rahab had settled into her new job and was required to travel to Italy on a work trip for one week. She flew out of Kenya on 12th July 2023. By all accounts, Rahab successfully completed the trip and returned to Kenya a week later as planned on 19th July 2023. On her return, she'd noticed that she had accidentally left her room unlocked, something she never did. Concerned, she went through all her belongings, making sure to count the cash she usually kept in her bedroom for household emergencies. She immediately noticed that out of the 100,000 shillings she had left there, 32,000 shillings was missing. Feeling furious and betrayed, Rahab confronted Sarah Nekesa and her aunt over the missing money that night. As the only two adults who had been in the house during her absence, Rahab furiously accused them of knowing what had happened to the money. Sarah and Rahab's aunt denied taking the money and Rahab expressed her intention to report the matter to the police first thing in the morning. She told them that she would have them both arrested if they did not produce her money by daybreak. The argument went on until around 2 a.m. when Rahab went to bed. It is alleged that Sarah didn't go to bed that night, but instead waited until she was sure Rahab was asleep before choosing to launch her attack. Now in some unfortunate news, the Kilifi chief officer for the Blue Economy Rahab Carissa died on Thursday morning after her housemaid allegedly stabbed her to death. Now Carissa, who jetted back from an official visit to Italy, was stabbed to death at her home in Mnarani area in Kilifi town following a quarrel over the apparent loss of an unknown amount of money. Now Kilifi County Police Commander Fatuma Hadi says police officers have already moved the body to a morgue within the Kilifi town as investigations comments among people who condoled with the family is kilifi governor gideon mungaro in the wee hours of 20th july 2023 sarah nekesa barrasa paced back and forth she was still angry possibly hysterical maybe afraid She was definitely sleep deprived and was likely reflecting on the argument she had with her boss the night before. She knew she had been caught. She took a knife from the kitchen drawer and crept into Rahab's room, where she lay asleep. Family members say that Rahab always locked her door when she was going to bed, but on this particular day, she left it open. Completely vulnerable, peacefully unaware of the danger looming before her. Suddenly, Sarah launched her violent attack, fatally stabbing Rahab with her own kitchen knife, literally stabbing her in the back. like a real-life horror movie, Rahab's one-and-a-half-year-old toddler who slept in the same room was awakened by the commotion and witnessed the gruesome murder of his mother. Desperate to contain the situation, Sarah callously grabbed a shawl and strapped the infant to her back. She then walked out of his dead mother's bedroom, trying to soothe him to sleep. She was afraid that he would awaken Rahab's aunt or the neighbors with his unusually sharp and horrific screams. When the toddler finally dozed off to sleep, Sarah took the opportunity to place him on a bed and escape from the apartment, catching the first bus service she could find. Police found Rahab Karissa at her home in Majajani Kilifi on July 20, 2023, bearing 15 stab and slash wounds on her body. Rahab was confirmed dead at the scene. The heartbreaking tragedy was compounded by the fact that Rahab's young children had witnessed the violent attack and would forever be scarred by the memory of their mother's last moments. Rahab's husband Maxwell expressed his grief on Facebook, stating, quote, Instead of just escaping peacefully, she woke up and stabbed you while you were sleeping. That was so painful, my love. End quote. He said that his children would need therapy, confirming that one of them had witnessed the attack and had told him, quote, Mama is Kufa. Mama is fall down. Mama has blood. Mama is in hospital. I will fall down like mama. End quote. Autopsy results revealed that Rahab had died of a 13 centimeter deep knife wound located in her back below the scapula. The pathologist indicated that the wound was a v-shaped cut indicating that Rahab had either been stabbed twice or had been stabbed once and had the knife roughly twisted and pulled out at an angle at this fatal point. Either way, the knife had gone straight through an artery and punctured part of her lungs. Even with paramedic intervention, the wound was not survivable. Rahab died two days before her 31st birthday. Police said they found Rahab's laptop and some torn documents in her bedroom. It appeared that she had been doing some work before going to bed the night before, which may have caused her to forget to lock her bedroom door. Quote, we recovered a knife which we believe was used to stab the deceased. This was a sustained attack, and the terror and trauma for her in the final few minutes of her life is unimaginable, end quote, said Khalifi County Commander Fatou Mahadi. One of the neighbors said they heard commotion and a scream that morning. According to the witness, the nanny could be heard in a heated argument with Rahab's aunt. The neighbor stated, quote, the house help was shouting, and we could hear a voice loudly yelling in Swahili, Shetani, Shetani, quote. Rahab's aunt said that Sarah held her hostage and threatened to kill her too if she dared to scream. A sombre mood engulfed Kwabwani village of Mwanamwinga Ward in Kilifi County during Rahab's funeral service. Tears flowed freely at her parents' home with numerous family members, friends and work colleagues attending the funeral service and demanding justice for the departed 30-year-old mother of two. In a tribute to one of his former county employees, Kilifi Governor Gideon Mongaro described Rahab as a young, talented and hardworking officer with a bright future. He added, quote, according to preliminary police investigation, Rahab was brutally murdered by her house help. I am calling upon the security agencies to move with speed to arrest the known culprit to face the full force of the law, end quote. Mr. Mungaro pledged to donate 2 million shillings to a yet to be established kitty to enable Rahab's husband Maxwell Ayera to take care of their two sons. County staff, he said, would also contribute to the kitty so that the children could get the best life their mother would have wished them to have. Mr. Mungaro who led mourners in a tree planting exercise at Rahab's father's home in honor of Rahab's passion for environmental conservation, also promised to install streetlights at Kinarani trading center which the late Rahab had asked for at a recent event. Rahab's uncle Kahindi Kaingu Rajisi, who spoke on behalf of the family, condemned the murder of his late brother's daughter and prayed that the killer receives the punishment she deserves. Quote, The assailant robbed us of a very precious gem. May she not find peace here on earth. End quote. Rahab's husband, brothers and cousins, as well as county staff and alumni of her high school, eulogized Rahab as a jovial, warm, and industrious personality. Rahab's death was widely reported in the Kenyan media. The entire nation was gripped by shock and horror over the heinous murder with a collective need to untangle the factors that had led to this awful crime. The murder took place within an otherwise ordinary domestic setting on an ordinary day following an everyday occurrence in many Kenyan homes, a disagreement between a nanny and an employer. On hearing the news reports, a Chiang B. reached out to the media stating she was Sarah's previous employer and that Sarah had lived with her from June 2022 to January 2023, a few months before the murder.
1: 2022, last year, June, uh, there's a lady who connected me to her when um, I told her I needed a house. So she told me there's a lady she knew from Bungoma and she had been working at Shimanzi. She comes from the same place with her from their village. So I told her it was okay since she knew the girl.
0: Her previous employer also discovered major inconsistencies with her identity.
1: Fifteenth June 2022. Okay. So when she came and uh, showed me the ID finally there were two different names. She told me she was Diana Wanyama but when I checked the ID the ID was uh, Sarah and Lisa So I asked her, "Who is Sarah and who is Diana?" She told me about that. I ask her, how comes your Diana and your ID reads your Sarah? Or are you two different people? Did you take someone's ID? Is it your sister's ID? She told me that is her ID. Diana is a a liar, like it's from, uh, people call her that. But Sarah is her real name from the village. That is the name they know her with. So I had to give her benefit of doubt. She worked for me. All things went well until uh, November last year. I had my baby, that is when she started showing some attitude. So, when I saw that things were getting worse, I had decided uh, I would release her in January.
0: A Chiang ultimately terminated her working relationship with Sarah Nekesa, whose real name was revealed to be Diana Naliaka, without incident. It wasn't until later that she realized just how lucky she was to have avoided a similarly fateful confrontation.
1: Detectives from the Directorate of Criminal Investigations in Musia, acting on intelligence reports, pounced on the suspect while she was allegedly trying to flee the country to Uganda. The officers privy to information on the case have revealed that the suspect, who is yet to be profiled, was arrested at the border, but her name cannot be verified yet because she doesn't have any national identification documents.
0: On 25th July, 2023, police located Diana Naliaka at the Busia-Uganda border. The 21-year-old was arrested at around 4 a.m. on a footpath near Misiko Market in Bungoma East sub-county. Quote, at the time of the arrest, the suspect was carrying her bag that had her belongings, and it is believed she was on her way to the Uganda border, end quote, Kilifi County Criminal Investigation Officer, David Ciele said. Naliaka was arrested after a border border rider she had hired to smuggle her across the porous border into Uganda, alerted the police. After escaping from Rahab's home, Diana fled to Webuye, Bungoma County, nearly 900 kilometers away where she took refuge in a friend's house and visited her mother, who also lived nearby, before plotting to escape to the neighboring county. On August 17, 2023, Diana Naliaka, the primary suspect in the murder case of Rahab Karissa, was brought before the Khalifi Law Courts for arraignment during her appearance before kilifi senior principal magistrate justice kituku the suspect stunned the court by admitting to the murder of her employer prior to her confession the magistrate had asked her if she understood the prosecution's application to have her detained to allow for more investigations while responding to the magistrate's question, Naliaka unexpectedly confessed to killing Carissa. Quote, We had a misunderstanding after I asked her for my money. She had just returned from outside the country. I killed her, but I did not intend to. End quote. Naliaka said. In response to Naliaka's unexpected admission, the magistrate interjected, instructing her not to delve into the specifics of the case at that particular stage of the proceedings. The magistrate issued an order for the suspect to be remanded at the Khalifi police station to facilitate further investigations into the case and to allow the accused to engage a lawyer to represent her. Rahab's husband has undergone an immeasurable amount of grief. Taking to Facebook, he said he regretted allowing Rahab to take a career move away from him. He wrote, Seven months down the line, I'm coming back to a lifeless, cold and dead you, babe. We had plans of your comeback great projects to achieve, and dreams of the future, but now, what can I say, except cry." End quote. It is devastating that Rahab did not get to fulfil this and all her other dreams, leaving the earth way too soon, all because of a moment of extreme rage or panic that ultimately led to the senseless end of her promising and precious life. Parents should do their absolute best to vet their nannies, but in the realm of employment, the notion of meticulously vetting an individual often clashes with one undeniable truth. No matter how thorough the screening process, there will always be aspects of a person's character and conduct that elude prediction. While background checks and interviews provide valuable insights, they are not foolproof safeguards against unforeseen behaviors or lapses in judgment. The dynamic and multifaceted nature of human beings makes it impossible to predict every potential scenario. Unfortunately, this is the risk we take when we invite strangers to live amongst us in charge of the most valuable thing in our lives, our family. Rest in peace, Rahab Amani Carissa, and our deepest condolences to her entire family. <laughs> kenya is produced by picture media research writing and editing by dm noor narrated by dm noor theme song by just a band thank you for listening stay safe